also like to suggest a story for me to tell, and you like to give over all the information and all the details of it, and uh, or possibly the source for it, you may also text in 347-927-8398, and it will be forwarded to me. Yes. Okay, my turn, Rabbi Herbs. Okay, if anyone is looking to hire Rabbi Yitzhi Herbs for either storytelling, Kaya from the Maya, Extreme Martial Arts Demo, uh, you know, whether it be for, uh, you know, Avas Abundant Program, uh, 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 your, your yeshiva, your Benos, your Beis Yaakov, whatever, your school, a private party, or a day camp, a uh, bungalow colony, or sleepaway camp. So, of course, the number to call is 718-375-1294. That number again is 718-375-1294. Also, you should be aware, if anybody's interested uh, for information about art lessons, martial arts lessons, you know, perhaps karate, uh, private karate lessons, Qigong energy lessons, and so on. Uh, you could call also 718-375-1294 for more information. And please be aware that Rabbi Erbs's books are still available in your local farm store, along with many of his CDs and a new one, too. And for those CDs that are not in the stores, you could call Rabbi Yitzhirbs at 718-375-1294, and he will be more than happy to send you a complete list, either by email or fax. Wow, did I get everything in? I think so. I think we can now start our story. Hi, and welcome to Storytime with Rabbi Yitzhirbs. Hi, everyone. I am your host, Rabbi Yitzi Ersh, together with... Me, Yossi, his sidekick! Yay! At this time, I would like to remind everybody that you are... Okay, we are here in the nice freezing cold. <laughs> oh, it's freezing. <laughs> yes, it is. It's quite cold. But I have a warm story. I have a warm story. Okay, Rabbi Herbs, what's the name of the story? <laughs> no, 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 no. I was laughing, saying, I got a story. Okay, so what is it? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's called The Will. Uh, you will tell a story. Oh, no. Here we go again. Oh, oh wait, 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 wait a minute. You trying to tell me the name of the story? Yes. I will tell you the name of the story. Okay, what is it? The Will. Wait, one second. The will or I will? No, no, no. I, I already told you the name of the story. The will. Oh, the will. When you said I will, it means the I will tell the name of the story, which is the will. Now you got it. Oh, <laughs> that's good to know. Yes, I hope so. Okay, so now that we got that straightened out, I am ready to tell the story. And this is a story that happened in the times of the great, great Sadiq. Ah, oh, me, you're talking about me again. I'm so nice, you Rabbi Erbs, you know. see, you are a tzaddikal, but a tzaddik in your own right. Yossi, <laughs> Yossi, uh, what did you drink today? Uh, me, I drank 100%, 100 proof uh, orange juice. Oh, you sure? Because you're acting kind of strange. <laughs> no, 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 it's just that I'm trying to stay warm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, oh, I get it. Okay, whatever. <laughs> I think I get it. Anyway, this is a story that happened uh, by the great Sadiq in the times of uh, Harav Yisrael, 
Friedman, the, the, the Regina Rebbe. Oh, the Regina Rebbe. Wow, he was a holy person. Yes, yes, yes. So Rabbi Yisrael, the Regina Rebbe, he was at that time in Sadiger. Why was he in Sadiger? Wasn't he a Regina, a, you know, Regine? Yes, yes. But if you remember, the Regina Rebbe used to dress very royally. You know, he had these nice fancy shoes, but nobody saw unless they knew him. On the bottom, on the knees, he, he was not wearing soles, sort of to say. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like he, he felt that people have to see that Tyra has royalty. Oh, so Tyra has royalty. Yes, yes. So that's what he had to see. He had to see that Tyra has royalty. Actually, he knew it, but he wanted others to see it. Oh, oh, okay, so what happened? So people used to spread rumors, and they got the Tsar of Russia involved, and the Tsar of Russia thought that, you know, the Regina was trying to make a rebellion. Eventually, they put him in jail, but as a separate story, I may have told it once before. But the bottom line is, when they made a deal to get him out, he had to leave the country. So he went to Sadiger. Okay, got it. Now where are we going? Uh, what do you mean, where are we going? Obviously, it tells us how to do with him, but there has to be somebody else or something else happens. Oh, of course, of course. No doubt about it. We gotta go to Shmulik and Tuli. By the way, where did you get this story from? Ah, uh, it's one of those stories that Mendel Z called in. Ah, he's good friend Mendel Z. He tells a lot of stories, doesn't he? Yep, 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 he does, but he doesn't want anybody to know his last name, so <laughs> I'm not gonna put it on the ear. Okay, uh, this one I didn't have a chance to check out all the information, but I think everybody knows that the Regina Rebbe, Rabbi Yisrael, was a great, great sadik. Yep, 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 I even know that. Yes, that's good. Now, also, besides the fact that he was a great, great sadik, the story itself, I wasn't able to have a chance to check out. I didn't have enough time today. I was pretty busy. But the lesson is, whoop! Really fantastic. Okay. So, you know, um, actually, it's a lesson that in one way you could learn also. Everybody could look at this story or listen to the story and pick out the lesson in many different ways. I'll give you an example for you. <laughs> for me? Uh-oh. Am I in for something now? Well, it depends how you look at it. You know, sometimes you talk. <laughs> sometimes? <laughs> that is a good joke, Rabbi Herbs. Well, I mean, you sometimes talk and you don't think first, or you talk, and you thought you knew something, you know what I mean? A lot of people do that. That's right. And so, you know, depending on how you look at the lesson in the story, or how you hear the story... I hear the story usually with my ears. Uh, <clears throat> that's not what I meant. You know, the, the lesson in it. You'll, you'll see. L let, me, let me just go on with the story. Okay. Shmulek, are you there? Who's Shmulek? Um, it's not you. Oh, I'm not playing any part in the story? No, no, no. Uh, Shmulek, are you there? Oh, <laughs> am I here? Of course I'm here. What is Is there a problem? Uh, uh, um, um, <clears throat> uh, no, not exactly. Um, is your friend Tuli there? Uh, Tuli? Tuli, we missed it. Ah, oh, yeah. Oh, Shulmanaychem. Rabbi Herbs, what are you doing in this time period? You're living in the future, no? Uh, yes, I am. I'm really from the future. But um, I'm telling a story that happened in your times. Oh, very nice, very nice. Okay. Uh, Smulik, are we supposed to ignore Rabbi Herbs and go on with the story? 
Uh, yeah, yeah, really, that's what you're supposed to be. I, I was asking Shmulek. I know who you're asking, but you see, um, I'm speaking for both of you. You go do the story, do your part. All right, all right, all right. All right, it's not a problem. <laughs> I'm going to do my problem. I mean, my part. I, I, I think so, yeah. Okay, uh, Tuli. Yeah, Shmulek, what is? Uh, uh, Tuli. Uh, yeah, I already said what is, what is, what is. Uh, you know, uh, we have to sell these oxen over here. Yeah, 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 yes. Yeah. Not a problem, we sell the oxen there. Excuse me, you over there. Hey, you're talking to me. Uh, yeah, I'm talking to you. Uh, would you like to buy an ox over here? You know, maybe you need meat. Maybe you need an ox to work in your field. It's <laughs> a stark ox, you know what I mean? Hey, let me see, let me see. Oh, yes, a young lucky one. It's uh, pretty strong looking. Pretty healthy looking also. Mm, I see. Well, that's very interesting. <laughs> it's a very good ox. Except uh, there's one problem. Uh, what is the problem? It's It's Why are you sneezing? I think he's trying to tell us that he's allergic to the oxen. <laughs> but how do you know so much about the oxen? Uh, that's because um, <clears throat> before I was allergic to the oxen, I used to look into the eye of the ox, I used to look into the ear of the ox, I used to look at the hoof, and I usually check out the ox very good. Then I realized, because I'm too close to the ox, I started sneezing. <laughs> you know why you're sneezing? I don't think you're allergic. What, 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 what are you talking about? He says he's allergic. He's allergic. He was sneezing all over the place. I think it's more than that. Did you say you lean close to the ox? Yeah, that's right. That's what I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think you're smelling the dust that's all over the ox. Here, let me prove it to you. Here, let me take this brush over here, clean up the ox a little bit. All right, now, go ahead, put your nose to the ox. I'm not sneezing. That's right. I told you. <laughs> okay, so you want to buy it? Uh, uh, we can make a sale? Uh, yeah. Well, what do you think? All right, I'll buy it. I'll buy it. I'll buy it. And so, as you can see from the story, Shmulek and Tilly were business people. They were simple Eden, nothing special, but they loved business, and they were good at what they did. They knew how to go to places, where they were running sales on oxen and cows and things like that. And they would buy them and they would, you know, take it with them and they would sell it. Wait, wait a second, how do they take it with them? The, the ox is pretty big. What do you do, put it in his pocket? No, 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 no. Yes, <laughs> uh, see, uh, they had wagons. Uh, uh, you put it in a wagon? Yes, <laughs> yes, they didn't just put it in a wagon. They tied it to the back and then they let it. Ah, now I got it. Okay, anyway, so this is what they were doing. Okay, now, one day, they did a lot of business. A lot, a lot, a lot of business. They bought these oxen in a place very close to Sadiger. And then, not only did they buy these oxen in Sadiger, but they began going around to the villages and sell them. Excuse me, sir. Hey, you're a sheikh, Daranji. I remember you from the last time I came through here. Look at this. Check this out. It doesn't have any mum. It's a great, uh, you know, ox. You know what I mean? Come on, you want to buy it? Excuse me. You over there. 
I have an axe over here to sell. <laughs> Listen, maybe you like this axe, you know what I mean? I mean, think about it for a minute. Maybe you need an axe to work in the, <laughs> in the field. You know, people say, he's as strong as an axe. <laughs> well, this axe is as strong as an axe. <laughs> so what do you say, huh? Maybe you take it, yes, yes, yes. Uh, you give me a good price. And then maybe, ich will buy it. Yeah, yeah, but mine not die. I, I give you a good price. And sure enough, they eventually sold out all of their oxen. Every single one of their oxen, they sold out. And they stopped going from village to village. And all of a sudden, they saw this guy. He was running. Mamish like, Michigan quick. Look at him. He's running like a machine. Yeah, one second. Hey, you, stop for a moment. If you tell us where you're running, maybe I could do a little uh, mitzvah here, and maybe we'll take you to where you're going. So, tell me, uh, where are you going? Hey, where am I going? Let me tell you something, okay? Now, you know who Rabbi Yisrael, the Regina Rabbi, is? Uh, actually, no. I never heard of him. Huh? You never heard of this big charity? The Regina Rebbe? You don't know who the Regina Rebbe is? What's the matter with you? I can't believe it. You know something? Let me tell you. The Regina Rebbe is a very big tzaddik. And he had a big what to do with the Tsar of Russia. Then he ran away from the Tsar of Russia. You understand? And he left the Tsar of Russia. And he had to go because, you know, there was a billboard on him, and the Tsar was jealous of him, and it's a whole thing, you know. And the Tsar put him in the feast, sir. Uh, put him in the feast? No, 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 I mean, sorry, I will tell you this word. Uh, he put him in, in a, a jail, a jail, you know, for a while. Finally, there was a lot of pressure, so he decided to let him go, but he had to leave the country. So, the word is that this highly tragic, this highly tragic, the Regina Rebbe is here in this territory. Really? Is that a fact? Yes. Where is he staying? Yeah. Where is he staying? Well, tell you the truth. I understand that he settled in in Sadiger. In Sadiger? Wait a minute. That's where our hotel room is. And what makes him such a special tzaddik? You know. You, you, you have to see his face, you know what I mean? I mean, he's a big tzaddik, trust me. <laughs> trust you, okay, okay, very good. You know what happened? the wagon, and we're going to take you there. And sure enough, the wagon was galloping slowly, at a normal pace, I should say, and eventually went a little faster, you know, whatever. It's not going faster. And the wagon, of course, was, I know, bouncing up and down, going, Every time I hit a bump, right? Okay, fine. I'll let that get in. Okay, so anyways, what ended up happening was these two people, Shmulek and Tuli, came to Sadiger, and they left off this person where he wanted to get off, and they went to the hotel room, and they started joking with each other when they were in the room. <laughs> Tell me, uh, did you ever go to a rapper before? Uh, I don't know. It's a rough in my shoe. I mean, he say 
He just learns a little bit better than me, you know? He ain't no Shilas to answer better than me, you know? I'm a businessman like you. What do I know about answering Shilas, you know? So I let the rabbi do it. <laughs> but I don't see nothing special, you know? Yeah, neither do I. You know, by me also, the rabbi in the shul, yeah, he's a little smarter than me. That's all, big deal. But, you know, uh, what's so special? Why this guy was so excited to see this rabbi? I, I, I don't know. Maybe we should try to find out. All right. It's a good idea. Let's go and try to find out. Yeah, let's go downstairs here. Shalom uh, Aleichem, you over there. You have to speak up a little bit louder. I said, what's master? What? I said, what's master? Why are you screaming? You think I'm deaf or something? Speak like a man. No, it's me. I'll ask him. Excuse me, Aunt Judith, pardon me. Huh? What you said? I said, Aunt Judith, excuse me, pardon me. And what about pardon? Well, um, uh, you see, I was just wondering, um, um, who exactly is this uh, Regina Rebbe? Ah, I'm going to him. <laughs> Is he older than you? Ah, oh, no, 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 no. He's much younger than me. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Much, much younger, but he's a very big child there, you know? And, and therefore, even a person my age, who's 87 and a half and three quarters of a half, uh, even I go to see such rabbis, you know? Get a bracha. Oh, get a bracha. Like a shakamia bevore? No. Bayramina Mazainais? You're very funny, mister. You know, people who are doing business need a bracha to be machliach and things like that. A bracha for panessa, a bracha for, for a shidduch or something, a bracha for gesunt, you know, for health and things like that. People do that, you know. <laughs> Interesting, okay. Skyach, skyach, skyach. Did you hear that, Shmulek? Yes, Tully. I most certainly heard it. It sure sounds funny to me. <laughs> you know what? I got a great idea. Um, you know, I heard about some of these rebels, you know. You write a cathedral, you know what I mean? You put your name down, your mother's name, and whatever it is, you know. And you make your request, and you pass it to the shamans over there. You give them a few, uh, you know, like uh, groceries or a, or a, or a zlada, or if you, or you're from Russia you, or Ukraine, so you give them some uh, some kopecks, uh, and and maybe maybe you give them a whatever uh, a ruble or something, you know, and then you go to the rebbe, you know, and then he gives you a bracha. <laughs> That's what I heard. Okay, so so <laughs> so you want to have a good joke, a good laugh, right? Yeah, uh, let's see what's so great about this. Everybody's talking about him. <laughs> okay, All right, here we are in the shul. Okay. Uh, excuse me, buddy, me, yeah, gotta come to The shamans here. Excuse me, who are you? Are you the shamans by any chance? Yes, I am. Is there something you want? You would like to see the rabbi? Uh, yeah, that's possible. Not a problem. Here, give me your crystal and sit down over there. Yes, okay, and I'll call you when it's your turn. Yeah, 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 okay. Skyak, skyak, skyak. What is it going to take? Uh, two hours, three hours, all night? It's going to cost by the morning, right? 
<laughs> you know what? Maybe if it's taking too long, we'll go home. Uh -huh. What do you say? Uh, I don't say we go home because we still have to pay for this night's room in the hotel. Tomorrow morning we go home, okay? All right, whatever you say. Do me a favor. I'm trying to read over here. Uh, can you like bim bam bim bam a little lower? Okay, I'll bim bam bim bam a little lower. Please. Okay, okay. Uh, excuse me. Um, uh, Shmulek and Tully. Says here you both want to come in together. Okay, the rebel will see you now. <laughs> Let's go have some fun, all right? Uh, we have to be respectful. I mean, he's still a rabbi, but I don't know what's so great that everybody flocks to him. Okay, Lomachan game. Please, have a seat. Uh, he's offering us a seat. Hey, he's got me this time. It's okay. Tell me we see that. All right. No, no. Okay. Shalom Aleichem. Yich heist. Yeah, Shmulek and your Tuli. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, probably. <laughs> Maybe he has a work at Kaidish. Oh, don't be ridiculous. The Gabai, the Shamans, he probably told us who's who. All right. I'm not impressed yet. I'm not impressed yet. Okay. So, oh, he's looking at the capital. Aha. Uh -huh. So it says over here. You're both very, very big business people. You sell oxen and you would like a brocha. Okay. You both should be matzliach. And? Say omen. Uh, omen. Uh, amen. Uh, that's the answer to that. And the two of them went out. And they held back their laughter. They waited until they were outside of the shul. And they were outside and went, <laughs> Did you see <laughs> Did you see anything special? I, I don't know. I mean, I didn't stare at his face, did you? Oh, no, I was trying to hold back. Not to laugh straight in his face, you know. <laughs> but anyways, um, uh, it, maybe we should go into this business. What are you talking about? What do you mean, what I'm talking about? He sits up, he puts a shamash there, and the shamash looks at us, and before we come in, he describes us probably, and then the shamash comes out and calls us, and the Rebbe makes believe like he has Ruach HaKoydish or something, you know, and then, you know, <laughs> then, you know, he looks at us, he looks at the committal, sees what we want. Obviously, if I'm in the business and you're in the business, we sell oxen, we want to be Matzleah. And then he looks at us and he says, be Matzliach. Wow. For that, I needed a Rebbe. <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah. You know something. <laughs> Maybe you're right. Maybe you should go on the side business and, and open up and become Rebbe's and give Baruchas. Be Matzliach. Be as a and the right time comes, you'll have a Shidduch. <laughs> yeah, okay. You know what? We got a good laugh. Now let's go to our room after we have a Mayrev and Guy Schlofen. And so the two of them, they went to their room. And after they went to their room, they went to sleep.
rooster crowed, and they both woke up, and they both stepped in their negovasa by mistake. But after they straightened it out, they uh, got dressed, and then they went to the shul, the local shul over there, and they dove in chakras, they came back to the motel, they had a breakfast, and they paid their bill. And then they decided to head home. All right, we were very successful over here. Imagine we were successful, and then uh, the rabbi gives a bracha bimatzliach. We already were matzliach. If he said bimatzliach in the future, I don't know. You know what? Let's go home. It should take us about uh, two hours, right? The way we, we know the shortcut, we go this every way. I mean, you mean every way? I mean, every time we go the same way. Yeah, yeah. Okay, no, no, no. Come. Uh, you driving or I'm driving? Uh, I'll drive. Not a problem. All right. I'll drive. No, no, no. I said I'll drive. That's right. I said I'll drive. No, 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 no. You do nothing of the sort. I drive. I said I drive. No, 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 no. Why are you looking at me like this? No, 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 no. Listen to me. When I say I drive, I mean I drive, but you don't drive. Right. When I say I drive, I drive, but you don't drive. You know what? Let's choose it out. Flip a coin, okay? Heads I win, tails you lose. Okay, that sounds good. Wait a minute, you lose. What, what do you tell me? Uh, as I win, tell I lose. Uh, you, know what? you know what? Let's make his paper here. Okay, now, pick. All right. Ah, I'm the driver. All right, let me see what I got. Uh, I'm not the driver. All right, you drive the first shift. Let's go. Come on, let's go. Make sure our luggage is on. Yep, our luggage is on. Okay. I'll just take the first nap then. Yeah, yeah, you do that. We'll be home in two hours. You're going to fall asleep already? Come on, you can stay awake. All right, I'll stay awake. All right, giddy up, horsey. Then the horses began to go. <laughs> and the horses began to travel step by step. And he picked up a little speed here and there. And as he was going faster and faster. And finally, as time would have it, Ended up realizing something strange. Uh, this is kind of funny over here. Uh, Shmulek. Yeah, Tully, what are you waking me up for? I was sleeping. I know that. Um, but you know, we travel this way many, many times, yes? Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Sometimes you drive, sometimes I drive. Sometimes we both drive. When you compromise, I hold one rein, you hold the other rein. <laughs> okay, so what's the problem? Uh, according to my watch, we're traveling over two hours. And I see no sign of us coming home. Wait a minute. You got us lost, huh? I didn't get us lost. The horses got us lost. Okay. You know what? It's time to change. You sit over here. Oh, so don't step on me. I'm sorry, sorry. And I'll drive. All right, all right. Okay, okay. Wake me up and we're home. Okay, I'll do that. All right, giddy up, posy. A little faster. And the horses went. Don't forget the wagon going. You mean every time it's going to hit a bump? Yeah, when I'm telling it. Okay, yeah, go ahead. All right. Anyways, they were traveling another few hours. And they were going, and they were going. And finally, he said, wait a minute, this is kind of strange. I recognize those places. I recognize that. But now I don't recognize anything anymore. Something is terribly wrong here. Uh, what, what, what do you mean something is wrong? You know, the hours are ticking by. And now the hours are going by. I'm looking at the sky. We're traveling more than four hours, more than five hours. We're in the afternoon somewhere. I think we should stop in Davan Mincha before it's too late. All right, we'll stop off in Davan Mincha. But there's no shul over here. Yeah, well, well uh, 
better not to daven with a minion than to, to skip uh, Mincha altogether, no? All right, all right, all right. All right, let's go. And sure enough, they got off and they daven Mincha. Then after they daven Mincha, they went to travel some more. And they realized, uh-oh, this is not very good. Yeah, I know. I know. It's getting dark. And we're not even close to home. I don't recognize any of this area. What are we going to do? Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I think I'm understanding something. Yeah? Are you going to tell me you're understanding that we're lost? Yes. But more than that. What do you mean, more than that? I think, Shmulek, I understand why we are lost. Really, Tilly? You have Ruach HaKodesh or something? No. But you remember what happened in Sadiqir? Oh, yeah, sure. They told us about this great Sadiq, this rabbi, uh, Rabbi Yisrael, the Regina. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And you know what else about the Regina? No, I, I don't know. Uh, what What is? Tell, tell me, tell me. Uh, he gave us a brocha to be Matzliach. Yeah, yeah. Matzliach could be a lot of things, right? Yeah, 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 so, so. Well, uh, we thought it was a joke, right? Yeah, so what's the problem? Well, maybe we're getting punished. Punished? What are you talking about? What did we do wrong? Uh, because maybe he's a real big tzaddik. And we made fun of him. But, but, oh my goodness. Oy ve'ezmiye, maybe you're right. Oy, 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 we gotta do tshuva. You know something? Next time we're in Sadegir, we're gonna have to ask this Rav for Mechila. Yeah, but right now, we need our Yeshua. Because we're lost. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. It's getting too dark to travel. And Wait a minute. Let's be mispalled. Hashem hears everybody's feelings, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rabbi Nishalayla, please help me! Rabbi Nishalayla, please help me too! <laughs> and this time, they started to cry, and they dive into Hashem for real. They were really pretty upset at what was happening. So finally, as they stopped crying and they stopped, all right, I have no more koiches in this. So what do you want to do? You want to go back and try to travel? But where are we going to go? We just might have to camp out here. And you know something? May I remind you we're carrying a lot of money from those sales of those oxen. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh, my goodness. We could be robbed by highwaymen. Oh, yeah. wait a minute. Wait a minute. What's that I see in the distance? I don't know what you see in the distance. I hope you're not going to tell me it's a wild animal. And I hope you're not going to tell me it's a it's, it's, it's a, thief, a, a, a thief or something. No, no. I see a light of some sort. Come, let's go. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Uh, let's let's take the wagon down there. And sure enough, they came in front of this building. Wow. This is a little big for a small house, no? A little big for a small house? Yeah, you're right. Uh, let's go knock on the door. Hello? Is anybody there? Yoo-hoo! Is anybody there? Just a second. I'm coming. Okay. Wow. Well, lucky. It's a Jewish place. Tell you on this. Oh, how come you have such a big house over here? I have a big house because this is not just a house. This is an inn. It's a Kretschmer, you understand? Oh, really? Oh, that's nice to know. <coughs> Very good. Oh, <coughs> Uh, um, um, uh, we'll take a room for the night. Eh, that's, that's very nice. That's very nice. Okay. Um, you know, you must be hungry. And I'll have my servant take care of your wagon and the horses in the back over there. And in the meantime, tell me, uh, where, where are you coming from? Uh, where are we coming from? I'll tell you where we're coming from. 
We're coming from uh, Sadiger. 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 Wait a minute. You know who's in Sadiger? Uh, well, uh, I don't know everybody there. Uh, are you trying to tell us that uh, there was a Tadik over there in Sadiger? Yes. Yes. Are you trying to tell us that? Yeah. That's right. There is. You know the Heilige Tzaddik, Arav Yisrael, the Regina Rebbe is in Sadiger. Did you know that? Uh, yeah. Uh, what about it? Uh, I mean, if you're there in Sadiger, I mean, did you go into the Rebbe for a bracha? Uh, a bracha? Uh, um, uh, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. We went in for a bracha. You, 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 you went inside to the Regina Rebbe? You, you saw the Regina Rebbe? Yes, we, we saw the Regina, I mean the Regina, the Regina, yeah, yeah, we saw in the Rabbi Israel, the Regina Rebbe, yeah, why, why, why? Did he, did you, did you, I mean, did he give you a bracha? Yes, he did, I mean, he told us to be Matzliach. I could faint! But, 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 they only said, be Matzliach, why do you want to faint? You got a bracha, you got a bracha from the Heilige Tzaddik, the Regina Rebbe. Do you know how lucky you are? Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Did you shake the Regina Rebbe's hand? Well, come to think of it? Yes, yes, yes. Right. Uh, he, he took our hands in his hand, and he said to be Matzliach, and then he sent us over the way. You touched the Rebbe's hands. You touched the Heilige Tzaddik's hands. <laughs> Gewaldik. Uh, Gewaldik? <laughs> What's going on here? What's going on here? Do you realize you went by the Heilige Tzaddik? You're my guest today, tonight, whatever. <laughs> uh, what are you talking about? Uh, we're willing to pay. We have money. We're not asking for charity. I didn't say I was going to give you charity. This is on the house. Yeah, had a horse to mommy's see the Regina Rebbe and get a broche and touch his hand. <laughs> Unbelievable. Tonight, everything is on the house. As long as you want to stay here, it's on the house. I have the shush here to be with two people that shook the hands with the Heilige Tzaddik, the Regina Rebbe. If you say so. And of course, they were treated with Mamas Gewaldik. You know, everything was Gewaldik by them. They were treated, you know, like they were kings or something. They didn't have to pay for anything. And the food that they got was top quality. And there was no jolliving. There was no, nothing held back. They got the best of everything. It was Kivaldi. And the next morning, they went to shul. Everything was fine and dandy. And then, they were about ready to leave. And suddenly, the man said, All right, it's Kivaldi. Nice to have you here. And if you see the rabbi again, come again. It's a great place to stay. But how far are we from uh, the shtetl of Minsk? Ah, uh, oh, yeah, about 20 minutes away. 20? 20? But... Uh, I'm going to draw your map. You got yourself lost. That's over here. I can not problem. Here you go. Oh, thank you. Uh, by the way, may I ask you a question? Sure. Ask anything you want. If I can answer it, I'll answer it. All right. Can you do me a favor? Yeah? Can you tell me why this... Regina uh, Rabbe? Yeah, he's so special. I mean, we, uh... You didn't see it. You didn't look in his face. That's why. Did you look in his face? Well, actually, I, I was looking downwards. I didn't look directly in his face, but... Uh, yeah. But you shook his hand. And you got a bracha to be much later. 
Skewaldic. Anyways, I'm gonna tell you a story and you'll know the greatness of this tragedy. Uh, all right, uh, well, we finished our sales. We don't have to rush back home, you know. Yeah, yeah, you know what? We'll sit down right here and you just tell us that wonderful, wonderful story. All right, I'm gonna tell you. Anyways, um, you know, uh, a number of years ago, there was a, a, a poet, you know, his name was Anton Shenskop. Okay, Anton Shenskop was a very interesting man. Yes, and? Anyways, he was a very rich poet, but he was a friendly poet. There were a lot of hidden that worked for him also, and I worked for him too. I, this stretch me, this inn, uh, belonged to him. Oh, very nice. Is he still around? Uh, no, his son is. But I'll tell you about that soon. Anyway, so let me tell you. So what happened is like this. So I worked this inn, and every time I paid uh, the rent for the inn, so the poet Anton, uh, he would get into a you know, nice conversation with me. You know, everything is fine and dead. He would talk to me, azoi and azoi, and then he would ask me questions about business, and I would give him good advice. And he was so happy with this that he wanted me to be one of his business advisors. And then he wanted to pay me, and he did. He paid me, insisted on paying me. So I worked two ways. I was running the inn, and I was getting paid as his advisor, which was kefaldic, because then I had money to go over and to, um, you know, um, to go over and give tzedakah. And sometimes when a person came to my inn and couldn't afford it, so then, of course, what I did was I went over and, and let him for free. You know what I mean? He said, you know what I said? Anyway, that's what happened. You know, and everything was going gewaldic, mamish, and, you know, I always went to see, whenever possible, to see the Heilige Tzadik, the Regina Rebbe. At that time, I knew he was said to be holy man, but I, I didn't realize how holy until the story I'm telling you happened. Okay. All right, so what happened? All right. No, no. Ah, oh, sorry. Yeah. So anyways, um, um, you know, Ich Zelig, you know, my, Zelig's my name, in case you didn't know it. Anyways, um... What happened was this, um, the, uh, the poet, Anton Shenskap, he had a boy named Christopher. When Christopher was old enough, okay, he decided that since uh, uh, Anton Shenskop's wife passed away, and it's just him and Christopher, he wanted Christopher to be very highly educated. So when he was old enough, he sent Christopher to learn in a university. You understanding? Yeah, like a college or something. Yeah, 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 that's right. Now, what happened was in this particular college, let me tell you what happened. You see, so he was learning, and any time he needed something, he needed more clothing sent to him, needed more money, whatever it is, it was sent to him, because, you know, he took an apartment nearby, and that's where he was staying, and his father did it. Now, there's one more person I have to tell you about. His name is Robert Geselnik, okay? Now, Ra Robert Geselnik was a trusted servant, okay? And he is very trustworthy to the poet. But, you know, Robert Gizelnik, deep down in his heart, he was a big anti-Smith. He didn't like Jewish people. But he couldn't show it strongly out in the open. And everybody was happy because the poet Anton Shenskop was a very nice person. And he was very nice to the Jewish people. So, therefore, since Robert wanted to have his job, so Robert Gizelnik uh, didn't do anything against the Jewish people. Now, one day, what happened was, when the Poretz was home, and his son Christopher was still in the, how you call it? Oh, the university. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He was in the university. 
And what happened was as follows, you see. So uh, they were sitting together, and uh, the boss, Anton, was talking to, uh, to Robert, and he was telling him stuff. And, and he was saying, uh, it was like, uh, Yes, of course. You know something, Robert, I need an accounting of everything that I have at present. Yeah, sure, whatever you want, boss. No problem. I do whatever you want. Yeah, you tell me you want it, I do it. No problem. All right, this is very good. Okay, oh, I feel some pain in my chest. I, I, I can't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> Are you all right? Uh, boss, boss, I'm talking to you. Are you all right? Oh, no, he's falling down. Oh, my goodness. Looks like the boss had a sudden heart attack. He just died on me suddenly. Wait a minute. This could be the opportunity that I was waiting for. Before I report that he died? Mm -hmm. I worked so hard and so long for this porridge. Yes, I know exactly his signature. I know how he writes. I can imitate and forge his way of writing. I'm going to make a will. <laughs> yes, I'm going to make a will that says that he leaves everything to me when he dies. <laughs> and so, sure enough, that's what he did. He wrote up a fake will, and then he hid the will and then he went over and called the proper authorities, and they realized that he died of a sudden heart attack. Even the little bit they knew about medical knowledge, they knew he just died. Suddenly, there was no sign of foul play. They didn't think that this guy, Robert, killed him or anything like that. And it was a Leviah, but Robert made sure not to call his son, meaning to send a telegram or a letter. He refused to tell him that his father passed away. Didn't want to give him any chance that he should try to fight back and win it back. Meantime, after the Leviathan was over, and he pretended he was crying, ah, terrible. My boss, he passed away. This is horrible. Now I have to go find a job. But you know what? Let me clean up the house. Oh, what is this? And of course, he made sure he cleaned up the house in front of police witnesses. And they found in one of the drawers this fake, this forgery, of a will. And the policeman that was standing there read it. And then they realized, wow, he's a lucky man now, Robert. So Robert Keselnik went to the courts and the judge saw the will and thought it was correct. And they gave over all the properties of the Poritz Anton Shenskov. They gave it to him. And now Robert Keselnik was now Poritz Robert Keselnik. The first thing he did was he fired all the Jewish people. And one of the Jewish people that he was going to fire that kept the inn. Uh, uh, why are you looking at me? Uh, uh, I, I think I was the one that was telling the story. Oh, really? Oh, sorry, I got carried away. Okay, you want to continue? Yeah, but you know you do such a good job. Did anyone ever tell you a professional storyteller? <laughs> Sometimes. Uh, anyways... So what happened was this, you know, so uh, uh, Robert Gesselnik, he, he, he wanted to fire me, kick me off of the, 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 the crutch, me, you know, the, of the inn. And I know that Ich bin from the Heilige Tzadik, the Regina Rebbe. So I went to Heilige Regina Rebbe. 
When I got there, the Regina Rebbe closed his eyes, and then he opened it a few moments later, and he said, Zelik, just go over to him and ask him if you could stay for six more months, and then you leave. This way you can make up enough money so you could save and get a new start somewhere else. I'm sure that he's going to agree. Uh, all right. So I went over to the new parrots, uh, Rabbit uh, Geselnik, and he said, All right, six months, that's reasonable. Got six months to get off my property. Got it? Yeah. And of course, every time... Oh, did I do it again? Yeah, please, I know what I'm doing. Okay, go ahead. Anyways, every time Christopher would write to his father, the Pulitz Anton Senskop, he would get a response within a few days. He asked for money we get. Now, a month has come out going by and he doesn't hear. So he realizes there's something wrong. So he decides he's traveling back. He comes to his house, he knocks on the door. And Rabbit answers the door. Yeah, who's there? It's me, Christopher. I'm home. Uh, can I speak to my father? Ah, Christopher, let me open the door. <laughs> All right, Christopher, let me tell it like it is. Your father died. What? My father died? Why didn't you ever send me? Why did I miss his funeral and everything? Don't ask me silly questions. Now, the only thing you got to know now, besides the fact I'll tell you your father's buried in the local cemetery, he got his headstone over there. So you can look him up and you can say hi. Okay, now listen here. The other thing that I want you to understand is the following. You are not to be on this property. What do you mean I'm not supposed to be on property? I'm his son. I'm sure I inherited everything over here. I thank you for taking care of it until I got home. <laughs> thank me. Uh, if you don't get off of this property, I have the right to beat you up and, and throw you off. What are you talking about? This is my home. Not anymore it is. I had a will that your father wrote. My father wrote a will? Yeah, he wrote a will. And in that will, he gave everything to me. Get out of here before I call the police on you. Oh, this can't be. What am I going to do? He stole everything. I'm sure it's a forgery. My father would never leave me out. He loves me too much. This guy had some plan of some sort. What should I do? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I heard these guys talking. Um, excuse me. Um, I couldn't over help hearing. What were you guys talking about? They're talking about... He had to move from here. Yes, me too. And me too. Me too. We'll have to move here. The new parts are so mean. Oh, wait, you're Christopher. Can I ask you a question? Is the um, innkeeper Zelig still around? Yeah, somehow he got six months. He's got five more months to be here. That's very good. Because I remember he was close to a, 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 a Jewish rabbi. Very holy man. Let me go to him. And sure enough, <clears throat> listen, if you don't want me to tell the story, then Zelig, you have to be awake. All right, all right, I'm awake, I'm awake, I'm awake, okay. Anyways, so he went over to my house, that is, you know, I mean, that means uh, Christopher came. And then when Christopher came, he told me what happened, and I heard everything. And we went to the Heilige Tzadik, the Regina Rebbe. The Regina Rebbe closed his eyes. And he, this time it was a little close uh, for a few minutes. Finally, he opened up, and he said, Zelik, I want you and Christopher to go to this town that I'm riding down here 
and I'm writing a name of a hotel. I want you to go there. Now, uh, Christopher, you have an uncle, is that correct? Uh, yes, I have an uncle, but I, I haven't seen him in, in such a long time. Uh, my uncle Carl. Yes, he will be there. And he is going to have a will that your father wrote a long time ago. Go, now, leave. Yeah, sure, no problem. Yeah, thank you, Rebbe. And sure, what I did was, I left together with Christopher, I passed by the, the inn, and I told my wife that the Rebbe sent me, and we're coming to the strange, strange town. And here we are in the strange, strange town. And we go to the hotel, and the hotel is there. And we come inside the lobby, and sitting over there, all of a sudden Christopher says, Uncle Carl, is that you? Oh, my goodness, it's my nephew, Christopher. How are you? How are you? How are you? I'm fine. Wow, I haven't seen you in who knows how long. Fifteen years to be exact, but you look the same. Well, I got a little taller since then. Yeah, and I got a little more gray hair since then. Wow, what do I owe this honor for you to be here? Well, to tell you the truth, um, a certain Jewish rabbi sent us here, knew you would be in this hotel, and he told us that you have a, a copy of a will that my father wrote. Huh? How do you like that? It happens to be in my pocket now. I had it for a long time, and I said, I'm getting old, and your father's getting old. And if one of us dies, he'll never know that you inherited everything. So here, let me give you this will. It was written by your father quite a number of years ago, more than 20 years ago. Oh, yeah? Well, let me see what it says. Oh, wow. This is Givaldic. That's the way you say it, right? Yeah, that's the way I say it. Whoa. It, it says over here that this is the real will, and anything is written after this is a forgery. I hereby give everything when the time comes that I leave this world. Everything goes to my son, Christopher. Wow. i got to take this to the court. Yeah, come. Let's go quickly. And so they quickly went to the court. And when they got there, the judge looked and said, let me see now. I see what it says here. Oh, my goodness, this definitely was written much earlier. I could tell by the paper and the ink. And this other one that he has filed here is much newer. Very fresh paper and very fresh ink. And this here says clearly, aha. Well, I was always wondering about that will because I knew your father loves you. And I couldn't believe it, but he had a legal document, so I had no choice. But now you have a more legal document. I will send police to arrest him. And sure enough, <clears throat> I mean, yeah, it's my turn. I don't know why I keep forgetting. Okay, anyways, uh, sure enough, what happened was is the police came together, and Christopher was there, and Zelig was there. That's me. Anyways, we were there, and the police, police arrested him, and, and they, they, they called him on his bluff. And then, after interrogation, finally, Robert Geselnik admitted what it was, and the judge sentenced him to a couple of years in jail, and then when he would be released, he's not allowed to live anywhere else near this territory. So that was that. And then, of course, they went to the address. After this happened, they went to the address of where the uncle lived, because when they visited him in the hotel, he gave the address. And when he was there, he, they, you know, they took the address down, like I said, and they went there, and they came to the house, knocked on the door, and a different strange man came. 
Yes, may I help you? Uh, how do you do? Yes, sir. You're looking for who? Your Uncle Carl? Ah, Carl, like in Shenskov? Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> he doesn't live here anymore. He died. Uh, he died? When? When? When was this? We, we just saw him a few days ago. I don't know how you saw him a few days ago. He died like 15 years ago. Go check with the cemetery. He's buried in this town. And sure enough, they checked with the cemetery. And he was dead for 15 years. And they realized that, wow, some sort of miracle happened. And so, why are you looking at me again? Just because I got so engrossed in your story, doesn't mean you should continue, Robert Herbs. I want to do it. Okay, go right ahead. Uh, all right. Uh, 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 anyways, so uh, we went back to the Rebbe, and the Rebbe, uh, when, when he was confronted by us, the Rebbe said that I had no choice, but if it meant to help fellow Yidin and fellow people, then I had to bring this person back to life just long enough to help out. Now that uh, you are the, 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 what we call it, the porridge, I told him, so he has to be nice to the Jewish people still. And of course he was. And that's why I still have the inn, and that's why so many Jewish people work around here. So that's why I'm telling he's a great man. Well, did you hear that story? I heard that story. Wow. We need to ask Mechila. Big time. Wow. Maybe that's why we got lost. He saw in our faces. He saw that we were not big believers, and he guided us to come here. Wow! <sighs> and sure enough, you could rest assured. I wait a minute, that's my part? No, 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 your part is over, now it's mine. Okay, just as sure as sure enough is sure enough, these people learned a big lesson that not all things seem the way they are. And one thing is for sure, if you trust in the Rebbe's bracha, you will be saved. And never underestimate who these tzaddikim are. Wow, that was fantastic. I'm looking at the phone time. Okay, you got a few short minutes to take some calls. Go right ahead, Rabbi Herbs. Okay. Hello. I hope the phone is working better this week. We had some problems the other week. Hello. You're on the air. What is your name and what lesson do you learn in tonight's story? Hello? Yes, you're on. Hey. Hey. Wait. What do you mean? Am I on or you're, off? You're... Is the volume up over there? Yes, hey, yes, yes. Hey, yes. the volume, please. Okay, okay, Masha, we got other calls. So tell us what your lesson is. It's always a pleasure to hear from you, by the way. Okay, so... I know. Okay. Uh, um, the lesson is... Uh, 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 wait a minute. Yassi, what are you doing? Yassi, don't. Don't take on me. Masha, Masha. Yes, 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 he came back to the studio. He's back here with me. Okay, so... <laughs> next caller, Masha. So you have a lesson <laughs> Sorry about that. A little bit of a technicality here. Okay, oh, I, I really got to go to the next Sorry, I don't have any lessons. I don't know what happened. Okay, the so me and Miss Shem the next one, okay? Because I got to take the next call, okay? What's your name? What lesson do you learn in tonight's story? Hello, my name is Aliyah Cohen. Ah, how are you? Good. And I learned that you should always, uh, you shouldn't make fun of Rabbanim. Right. And you should believe in them. And, uh, and, and you should, uh, and you should think that they're, that they're, uh, good Rabbanim and you shouldn't, and you shouldn't be Chajibachayim. 
Very good. And uh, I want to say Mazel Tov to Gabriel Hawaii on his Bar for tonight. Oh, very nice, very nice. I hope you went to it. Okay, we've got to go to the next call. Can I speak to Yossi for a second? All right, uh, hurry up because, you know, we want to take another call. Yeah, okay. Bye. Oh, okay, bye. Hello, you're on the air. What's your name and what lesson do you learn at the night story? Hi, my name is Penelope Fitness. I learned that you should always um, um, listen to other people's advice. Very good. Definitely listen to other people's advice. It's in there also. Very good. Make sure you send regards my to brother, my grandchildren. My brother say something. Real fast, because I, I think we're almost out of time. Hurry up, fast. My name is Ari Sintner, and you should ne I learned that you should never make fun of, of Tadik. And, and my mother, I just want to say that my mother loves your jokes, and she cracks up when she hears it. Oh, very good. I'm happy to hear that. Okay, very good. Make sure you send regards to my grandchildren. Okay. Okay, bye-bye. Got to go to the next call if there's any time left. Okay, hello, you're on the air. You might be the last caller. Hello? Hello? Yes, you're on the air. What's your name? What lesson you learned from that story? And the lesson is um, that um, they were um, in the rap. When they went to the rapper, um, yeah. they fought the rapper. He was not that a big sadic. So this he learned, never judge other people. Excellent. Excellent. That was really very nicely said. Okay, thank you very much. Bye-bye. And that's the, all the time we have. Chapter so, 121. Okay, so until next week, everybody have a wonderful Shabbos. Great weekend, and goodbye. 121. Shir <laughs> Me ayin, ya boy, azri, azri, me ayin, adonai, 